Hello, my name is Anne Walsh. I'm a lay missionary of the Most Holy Redeemer from St. John's in Newfoundland and Labrador in Canada. Today is May 25th, two days after the Feast of Pentecost in the eighth week in ordinary time. The gospel for today is taken from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 28 to 31. Peter began to say to him, Look, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the good news, who will not receive a hundredfold now in this age, houses, brothers, sisters, mothers and children and fields, with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. The Gospel of the Lord Years ago, when I would hear this gospel, I would take it very literally. I thought it was a gospel addressed to people, missionaries, those who traveled to foreign lands to serve those most in need, or those who dedicated themselves in inner cities or very poor areas to those on the margins of our society. Today, I think a little differently about this gospel. I think it's really about priorities, the priorities we set for ourselves and God's priorities. And this gospel is about bringing God's priorities and our priorities together. Since he became Pope, Pope Francis has been using the term missionary disciples to describe each and every baptized follower of Jesus Christ. Pope Francis says this, The missionary disciple has, first of all, a center, a point of reference, which is the person of Jesus. It is Jesus who calls us, it is Jesus who sends us, and it is Jesus who commands us. Pope Francis reminds us that we speak and act as those sent, as messengers of Jesus. So if you and I are to be missionary disciples, our center must be Jesus. And being a missionary is not about doing anything particular. It's about being. It's about taking on the gaze of Jesus and beginning to see the world around us through his eyes, seeing people through his eyes, through seeing situations through his eyes, through his loving and compassionate gaze. That's what motivates the missionary disciple to act. When we see the world and other people and situations with the gaze of Jesus, our priorities become clear. Not all of us are called to serve in foreign lands, though there are some who do experience this call. Most of us are called to take on the gaze of Jesus and become missionary disciples in our own kitchens, in our families, among our friends, in our workplaces, and in the places where we go about our daily lives, in grocery stores and dry cleaning establishments, in small shops and in box stores, at the gym and at the hairdresser. It's not about where you go. It's all about how you go. Being a missionary disciple starts with listening, listening to Jesus and listening to the voices of those around us and seeing with Jesus' compassionate gaze. It could be a child with a skinned knee 
or a cashier who's had a bad day. It could be the husband or the wife who's had a bad day at work, or it could be a receptionist who's just lost a child. The missionary disciple is missionary by who he or she is and how we are. And then what does the missionary disciple do? Sometimes it seems like nothing. Sometimes the listening, the loving gaze, the compassion, how you are, is already the proclamation of the good news that the other needs to hear. Sometimes the smile, the cup of coffee, and spending of time with the person who's troubled is itself the proclamation of good news that somebody needs to hear. Other times, the proclamation of the good news looks like bringing a cup of coffee to a person standing on the corner holding a placard saying, I'm hungry. Sometimes it looks like a Saturday spent sorting food at the food bank. Sometimes it looks like sorting out your closets and bringing your gently used extra items to a shelter. Sometimes it's a visit or a Zoom call to a senior who lives alone. Sometimes it's a postcard sent on behalf of Amnesty International, or it's advocacy for someone who's been unjustly jailed. Being a missionary isn't necessarily about going to a foreign land. For most of us, it's more about going out from our comfort zones than our land. Going out from our comfort zone and taking that first step towards somebody else in love, in compassion, and in care. Today, you are a missionary. What's the first step that you will take to take on the gaze of Jesus, to proclaim the good news by the way you live your life?